That's yeah, okay. No one, no one cares. It was a bad pick anyway. Right. Welcome back to Bach Fantasy Talk offseason episode eight. I'm your favorite host, Bach, alongside here with four guest speakers. All of them have been here before. We got Casey Comfort, William Pruitt, Whit Ramsey, and Rush Williams. So kind of give you a rundown of what we're going to do today. Uh, before we get into it, uh, we're going to talk about the first round, the whole first round. Or no, we're gonna answer questions that I put that I will post on the Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, if you have not followed us at Bach Fancy Talk, I highly recommend you do. So we're gonna go questions that I put, which are on the Instagram, and we're gonna talk about the whole first round, and then we're gonna talk about the Falcons whole draft because Rush has to leave a little bit early. Some things I have planned for you in the future. Um, I really don't have anything now um, until probably July when fantasy season picks up. Um, I'm trying to get two quarterbacks. NFL quarterbacks to come on for interviews, so that's what we're working on right now. Um, other than that, please follow the Instagram because what I'm trying to do is uh, answer my questions on the Instagram story that you can put in the podcast. Um, no one really answered it last time, so we're not going to do that. But with that, let's slide into it. We're doing the questions first, correct? Yes. All right. <laughs> so the question I, the first question I gave the crew, who won the draft? Um, I thought this draft was absolutely amazing. Um, I picked the Cardinals. I think a lot of other people did too. I think moving back and getting the Texans' first-round pick and not the Browns' first-round pick was absolutely phenomenal. I thought when the trade happened, it was the Cleveland Browns' first-round pick. And they also got two-thirds out of it, even though I think the Cardinals gave up a late third and an early fourth. Um, And they got Paris Johnson Jr., who I believe is probably the best tackle in the draft, and he actually wants to play for the Cardinals. I never thought I would say a uh, player who got drafted the Cardinals actually wants to play there. Um, other than that, I like what they did in the second round. They moved back. They got a lot more picks, and they kind of just build the roster and build some depth. So we're going to slide to my left, and I think we'll let uh, Casey Casey go next. Um, yeah, so for just who won the overall draft, I also had the Cardinals. I think Paris Johnson's a bookend left tackle that, you know, that's someone you can build. Obviously, they're in a rebuild, or they should be in a rebuild phase. Paris Johnson, a left tackle, you can build around that. But I also liked a guy like B.J. Ojolari they got in the second round. I thought that was a good pick. Um, and then, the, like 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 Bach mentioned, the trade. I mean, if you can have your first-round pick when, you know, yours is probably going to be top 10, top 15 at the least. But also the, the Texans' first-rounder next year, um, especially in a draft class that's as loaded as it will be, you get all that capital back for a rebuilding team. I think they definitely won. I also liked what the Seahawks did, especially just their first round. I love... Uh, Devin Witherspoon a lot. I didn't think that was a bad pick. Some people did, but I like adding him along with Tariq Woolen. And then I also like the Steelers um, going and grabbing a left tackle, but then also grabbing Joey Porter to start the second round. I thought those were two good picks. Pruitt, you're next. I, uh, so, there's, so I also had the Seahawks as one of my teams that won it, uh, not only because of Devin Witherspoon, but I think JSN will be a great addition to their receiving core for uh, Geno Smith, who just had the best year of his career last year. But um, there's so there's two ways that I looked at this for who won the draft. I said there was a short run and the long run. I think the long run, the Cardinals won it for sure. But then the short run, I have to go with the Eagles. I feel like after this draft, especially that they are heavy, heavy Super Bowl contenders. As per uh, Caesar's Sportsbook, their odds jump from eight fifty plus eight fifty to plus seven fifty. <laughs> After the draft, as a reminder, this is not a betting podcast. <laughs> not not condoning that <laughs> until but, the season um, starts. And then I think, uh, especially, I mean, the three Georgia picks with Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and Keely Ringo, I think that um, the biggest thing they're trying to do is just build a culture of a bunch of Georgia players with an already um, 
Jordan Davis and then Nicobe Dean. And I think their defense is going to shine, and then Jalen Hurts is going to have another great year, as well as adding DeAndre Swift from the Lions. So I think that the uh, Eagles won in the short run. I knock out the park with. All right. Um, so like my fellow associates have already said, I had five teams written down here. I had the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Steelers, the Cardinals, like everyone said. But I also had the Giants. I think the Giants had a, a really good draft. But um, I want to kind of touch on the Steelers. In my opinion, I think the Steelers had the best draft of everyone. So they picked up Broderick Jones, great tackle. They moved up in front, got him. Joey Pointer Jr. in the second. And then also uh, Keanu Benton from Wisconsin, the tackle. I think he's going to be a – they also got him in the second round. He's going to be a great way to stop the run, kind of good person at the middle. And then um, they also got Darnell Washington, freak athlete. I mean, he's he's got it all. And uh, the Giants, uh, they got Deontay Banks in the first round. I think he's a he's a good high level prospect from Maryland. And then they also got Jalen Hyatt in the third round, who's gonna be able to stretch the field a lot for them, uh, especially with Daniel Jones at quarterback. And they also got a uh, really underrated pick, John Michael Smiths. I think he is the best center in this draft, and I think he's gonna help that uh, that front line. So yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of covered what I had. I had the, the Cardinals and the Steelers as well. Um, you know, I think kind of to use Pruitt's terminology, um, the, the Cardinals are kind of playing for the long run, um, and specifically next season. You know, I think they'll probably have, would you agree, probably two of the top five picks. And, I mean, as you can as you saw with the Texans draft this year, I mean, having two top five picks is kind of a big thing, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, they'll, they'll probably get Caleb Williams next year. Trade away Kyler, that's what I would personally do because I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. Agreed. Um, and obviously they're going to have another pick. So I think that they're going to be really good in the future. Great points. So our next question was who lost the draft? Actually, the more I think about it, the more I like Detroit's draft. I had Detroit written down. I'm going to give you two teams, actually. Um, I just think positional value, obviously, if you're talking about the Falcons, the positional value is not there for Bijan, but what the offense is trying to do Bijan is a solid pick for that team. But Detroit, though, I just think Jameer Gibbs at 12 is kind of a reach. I mean, I definitely feel like he could have got down. If you like a player that much, I don't agree with getting him ahead of teams before they go there. But just positional value was not there. They went running back, linebacker, tight end, and safety. I'm not saying the safety is not a bad prospect. I think Brian Branch, honestly, was a first-round pick. Some people had him on his big board as a first-round pick. Um, I did as well in the last two mock drafts that I had. But I think the linebacker is definitely a reach. I mean, you're getting day one starters on this team, but you're not getting elite day one starters. Maybe if you plug them in, they'll do an average job. Obviously, Jameer Gibbs can line up in the slot. That's also at Alabama. This is the NFL. It's definitely a big change. I'm not saying these guys aren't going to be good players. I just think you could get them later in this draft. And some people already had Detroit as going to come out as the best team in this draft. I don't really like what Brad Holmes did. Not a huge fan of it. Um, I'm actually not going to say my second team, but I'm just going with Detroit, even though I do like the picks they made in Sam Laporta, Brian Branch. I just I think My- Meyer would have made a lot more sense over Laporta. But just for what I, all the capital they had and what they did, trading back was a nice move, but what they did with that pick that later just didn't make sense. So my losers are going to be to Detroit. I also want to say, I mean, obviously we don't know who's going to win or lose the draft until four or five years down the road, but I'm just saying from right now, that's what everybody thinks, and it kind of makes sense. So, Casey, obviously you're up next. Yeah, when I saw this question, obviously the Lions jump out, but I actually liked the Lions draft a lot more than most people. I think I also don't value, or like I don't look at positional value as much as other people. It's obviously important, but 
I think with when you already have talent, you just go and get the guys you really like, and I think that's what they did. When I when I saw this question, um, a team that actually stuck out to me was I did not like the Washington Commanders draft. Um, I did not like their first pick. I didn't mind them going corner in Emmanuel Forbes at pick sixteen, but taking him over guys like Christian Gonzalez and Deontay Banks was crazy to me. I think he's clearly the third best out of the three when you watch the tape. But then also going right back and getting a safety in the second round, I thought there were better things they could have done. Um, I don't know. I just didn't think that was the right direction for them in their franchise moving forward. So I had them losing the draft. Uh, I chose the Dolphins losing the draft. Um, not only did they lose their first round pick, but their first pick of the draft was uh, pick 51. They went with Cam Smith, corner out of South Carolina, who I like. But then their next pick in uh, round three, they went with a running back. So uh, it was Devin Akane. I think that's how you pronounce it. But he will now be um, RB4 in their lineup because they have Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and Miles Gaskin already. So that pick didn't really make, make uh, much sense to me. And then the rest of their ja- uh, rest of the draft, they went Elijah Higgins, who's a receiver tight end. And then they went Ryan Hayes, who's an offensive tackle. So, I mean, good to get an O-lineman, but they got four picks out of the entire draft. And considering that they lost their first round as well, that that's why I had them lose on the draft. Well, another thing to bounce off that, obviously Cam Smith's a corner, but they already have Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. I'm not saying Cam Smith's going to be a bad player, but they already got two of their corners. Why not get a guy who can kind of be a day one starter in there in the second round? So they basically just traded their second and third round pick for Jalen Ramsey and Cam Smith. So their first two picks were basically corners this year. I think they're going to try and utilize Cam Smith because he's a very good athlete, maybe change a little defensive formation to run like a nickel or something like that. But, um, yeah, I agree. I would have gone with a guy that they could have uh, started in week one. Um, like Bach, I, uh, I also had the Lions losing. I think Gibbs and Campbell were both really big reaches. And um, I really didn't like the Sam Laporta over the Michael Mayer. I thought that that was a bit ridiculous. But um, they did. Brian Branch, I think, was a really good pick for the Lions. But, I mean, not much to touch off box. Uh, what box said earlier? Right, let's go, Rish. Um, I had the Cowboys. Um, when I look at this draft class, I just see a lot of reaches. And there's not really a good pick that sticks out to me. The only one that I kind of like is Deuce Vaughn. Um, very athletic. He he is admitted. He's very very short. I think he's like five foot five. Yeah. But I mean, he's pure speed, and we kind of saw that in that Sugar Bowl against Alabama. I think he had like a one run, one run. ninety yard <laughs> touchdown run. Got smoked. I mean, beat out Brian Branch though. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So staying on the hating side of picks, uh, we're gonna move into which pick made no sense to you. Um, this was kind of a tough one for me, but I kind of thought it through. Um, I have two, but I'm probably just going to give you one. I think Hennon Hooker, the pick made no sense. I mean, he's coming off a torn ACL, so obviously he's not going to play this year. I don't think you're planning on playing him this year. But even if you want to cut Jared Goff, you're not saving that much money uh, in the following year. Uh, he has two years left on his deal. And Goff got the Rams to the Super Bowl. Granted, he had a really good team around him, but he still made it to the Super Bowl. So I think Jared Goff can win that team a Super Bowl. And I still think he puts them in the contender time slot with where they are at right now, and they have a really well-built team. Um, I just don't think he's worth the third-round pick. I kind of think this is like the Malik Willis pick a couple years ago, and he's only three years young, younger than Jared Goff, so the only benefit you're getting from Hendon Hooker is his contract's cheaper, but by the time you start playing him, he does well for the first two years. You're going to have to pay him like every other quarterback in the league, and I believe every quarterback besides backup quarterbacks 
and rookie contract quarterbacks, Jared Goff is like the third lowest out of like 15 or 16 guys. Um, so I'm a big Jared Goff fan. Uh, fantasy standpoint, we'll get to that uh, probably later in this year. But I just think Hendon Hooker made no sense to me. Um, when I look at a pick that didn't make sense, uh, Jameer Gibbs stuck out. Not really necessarily because I don't like the player. It's more that I think they easily could have got him at 18. Uh, I mean, there's rumors circulating that the Jets wanted him at 15, so they went and got their guy. But I don't know. I don't. I don't see the Jets making that that pick there. But maybe they did. And in that case, you go and get your guy. But then another guy who stuck out to me was Quentin Johnston to the Chargers um, in the span of three picks where three receivers went. And it's not the fact that I didn't like Chargers going receiver. I did like that. But I thought Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison both would have been better guys to get there when you already have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I didn't think another big body um, guy like Quentin Johnson was the right move there, but I guess we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, kind of bouncing off your point, Mike Williams and Quentin Johnson, basically I view them as the same player. Also, I forget the Chargers general manager's name, but he he did kind of allude to the fact that Keenan Allen was going to be the guy that goes for this team. So I think having Quentin Johnson and Mike Williams, who are basically the same player, does not help them out that much. And they're already $57 million under the cap next year. So that's a huge concern for me. And then they're going to have to pay Justin Herbert. So this team is going to be in salary cap hell for the next two or three years, especially with this Herbert extension. Um, but, yeah, I can kind of see that's the second guy I also had, uh, which picked up that makes sense to me. So I kind of like that. All right, Pruitt, you're up. I, uh, so the pick that did not make sense to me, I went with uh, Tyree Wilson at the seventh pick for the Raiders. Uh, reason I chose this was because the Raiders, their biggest focus defensively was D, D, excuse me, secondary. Their D-line, they already have Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, so I guess it'll be good for Tyree uh, Wilson to learn behind guys like that. But, I mean, their secondary is just abysmal. And the fact that there were a bunch of really, really good corners like Christian Gonzalez or Emmanuel Forbes that they could have gone after, I, I mean... Seven is kind of early, but considering who they took instead, I just feel like there were a lot better players available. Um, so the pick that made no sense to me was Emmanuel Forbes. I don't necessarily dislike it, but the fact that they he went uh in right in front of Christian Gonzalez, that didn't really make much sense to me. So I don't, yeah. Uh, I had two as well. My first was Jameer Gibbs, who Casey kind of touched on earlier. I I think that they might have even been able to get him in the second round. Maybe maybe not, but it could have been possible. But my other one was Anthony Richardson, and I was saying this before the draft too. He's just not a good quarterback. He's really not. I watched him play in person. He's not a good quarterback. He can't really throw the ball that well. I mean, I don't really see him going very far um, in the NFL. Only time will tell, though. All right, so... Either we can do fantasy, we'll do fantasy impact, fantasy football impact last. We're going to do one pick from every round you love. It's kind of just going to be rapid fire unless you want to give an explanation. Uh, but the pick in the first round that I absolutely loved was Miles Murphy. Y'all want to all do the same round at once. Yeah. So, so I did Miles Murphy for the first round. Uh, pick that I actually really liked was Dalton Kincaid to the Bills. I like that pick. I went uh, Zay Flowers to the Ravens. Finally got my boy Lamar some help. Uh, I went Nolan Smith, I think. 31 is... Really, really good. I have Jalen Carter to the Eagles at nine. Yeah. Second round, um, obviously, I didn't like Detroit Straff, but I really like Brian Branch. And yeah. with CJ Gar- no, Gardner Johnson actually is on Detroit, but knowing him, he's going to leave and trash talk the team after this year. So I, uh, Brian Branch for the second round is what I liked the most. I had the Ole Miss receiver Jonathan Mingo 
Big body to help out uh, Bryce Young there. I also went with Jonathan Mingo. I think it'll be uh, good now that they got Thielen in Carolina as well. So it'll be Thielen, uh, DJ Chark, and then most likely Mingo. Is that three? Uh, I had Joy Porter Jr. I think he's going to be that good long corner that the Steelers need. I had Brian Brantz as well. Third round, I had Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. Very confident player. He's strong. Obviously, the deep ball is excellent. I think that's what New York kind of needs through. They added a lot of receiver, or they only added two receiver options this offseason. But um, with Darren Waller, Wandell Robinson, and Jalen Hyatt, I think Daniel Jones actually has a decent amount of weapons, and obviously Saquon Barkley is a weapon as well. Uh, third round, I like the Titans getting uh, power running back Tajay Spears out of Tulane to help out Derrick Henry a lot. I went with uh, Darnell Washington, and specifically for blocking purposes, putting him next to Broderick Jones on the line. I feel like that's going to be really unstoppable. Uh, I had Drew Sanders from Arkansas going to the Broncos. I think he's a good linebacker that will help play inside on that defense. I also had Darnell Washington. Fourth round, I kind of had three players um, going to knock out. Dewan Jones, his frame's excellent. Um, obviously, he's really slow, really top-heavy. Uh, to the Cleveland Browns at 111. But you know what? If he can develop and be a solid player, he can uh, guard Deshaun Watson. At uh, 113, the Atlanta Falcons select Clark, uh, Clark Phillips. He's 5'9", really good player. Had, uh, I believe, three pick sixes last year at Utah. But um, he could be third guy in the depth chart for the Falcons. But I had Clark Phillips. And it hates me to say this. Uh, at pick 128, the Los Angeles Rams select uh, Stetson Bennett. I mean, they don't have a quarterback on the roster, but he's probably the best backup in this draft for the value they got. Uh Hate to say it, but he actually is a winner. Um, so he could see some playing time in L.A. with Stafford not doing too well. But um, if uh, Stetson Bennett goes in, I could see uh, Caleb Williams going to the Los Angeles Rams next year. Um, I am, bro. <laughs> yeah, I had Keely Ringo going to the Eagles. I thought that was a, just... <laughs> I thought I, I was... I, I, think, I think he's just the clear best player available. So, yeah. I went... Uh... Bach, you're going to like this one. I went Clark Phillips the third as well. I think it'll be a great, pick, great pickup for the Falcons. And like you said, did great at Utah last year. And uh, I think it'll be a great addition to the uh, Atlanta secondary. In the fourth round, the Rams just right. took an absolute gem. The GOAT of college football, oh Stetson Bennett, the third. He's, 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 he's the fourth. fourth. He's same thing, same thing. Oh, my uh, gosh. Oh. all that to mess it up. Wow. Anyway, um, in all serious note, I had I put down Stetson or Ringo. Um, I think. <laughs> God, the Georgia Are you kidding? Ringo was probably the best pick in the fourth round. I, I agree. Um, anyway, yeah, I think the Rams, I think they need a backup quarterback, and Although Stetson doesn't have the the physical features, he's pretty small. But I mean, I mean, he's a winner. He's lost like two or three games at Georgia, and he's won two national championships. So I think him uh, learning under Stafford will will do well for him, and hopefully he gets a shot and he can uh, prove all the haters wrong. Um, I have Carter Warren to the Jets, nice. um, <clears throat> yeah. offensive tackle from Pitt. Oh yeah. Um, I think he would have gone a lot earlier, but he got injured, so he kind of fell down a little bit. But I think he's going to be a really good addition to that uh, Jets squad. So, In the fifth round, the Chicago Bears select Noah Sewell. I went back and watched some way-too-early mock drafts from last year, and he was a guy who's projected to go about top 20 on most people's mock drafts, especially at linebacker. The positional value is not there. So he was really good going into this year. Um, obviously, he fell to the fifth round, so he kind of fell off, but... A guy like Sam Howell is kind of an example. Uh, if he went um, out of the college a year earlier, he would have been a first-round pick. 
So I just feel like the value is kind of there, especially in the fifth round. So that's kind of the pick I liked in the fifth round. Fifth round, I liked uh, my Jets taking running back out of Pitt. Is he a Benaconda? Watching this guy's tape, he's just <laughs> he's just going to be way better than Michael Carter. So I think that's a good number two to have behind Brees Hall. Uh, for my pick from the fifth round, I know I'm going to butcher this name, but I want Henry Tuototototo. It's definitely not how you pronounce it, but um, I think from Bama, and I think him going to the Texans as they were the worst run-stopping defense in the league last year, and I think that he's criminally underrated, especially for going that late in the fifth round, and he will be a great addition to their linebacker core. Um, I had I had three players. I couldn't really pick which one I want, but like Pruitt, I had Henry Tooto'o. Um, I also had the Bengals taking Jace, Chase Brown, uh, running back from Syracuse. I think he's really explosive. Oh yeah, same thing. Um, and I also had the the Niners taking Robert Beal, uh, edge from Georgia. I think he's he's really similar to Nolan Smith. He's a he's quick to get off the ball and he can get to the quarterback and um, I think he could do he could help out that Niners defense in the future. Uh, my fifth round pick was Jamie Robinson, safety from Florida State. Um, <laughs> God, no bias. No bias at all. Um, but he's he's not a very big guy, but he plays really physical and he's a he's a playmaker. So I think he can make a lot of things happen for a, a rebuilding Carolina team. In the sixth round, the New Orleans Saints selected A. T. Perry from Wake Forest. A lot of people had him going as maybe a Late Bias. day two guy, uh, really athletic receiver though. Uh, played with Sam Hartman. I actually think he could play on this New Orleans team. Uh, really low depth at receiver, and a lot of guys who haven't worked out. Uh, they kind of don't have a good quarterback down there in Derek Carr, but maybe he can make At Perry into something. Yeah, I had the Rams taking Travis Hodges Tomlinson. Uh, just a good physical corner. They needed him. I uh, I had Kayshawn Booty from LSU going to the Patriots. They got Juju and Devontae Parker as their two main receivers right now who are, I mean, fair. But I think in Belichick's offense that Booty will get some some good playing time. Uh, like Just like Pruitt, I also had Booty going to the – I wrote it down. You want to see? Um, I, I had Booty going to the Patriots. I think he's another weapon to help Belichick. He was explosive in college. But uh, I also had – actually, yeah, that's it. Booty. Um, mine was Deuce Vaughn, who I mentioned earlier. Um, I think the value was was. Let's go I think there's good value there. Um, he sh- he showed some signs of life uh, at KSU, and uh, I think that he can be something in the NFL. Mm. Seventh round, I got two guys: uh, New York Jets select Zach Kuntz, tight end yeah. from uh, Old Dominion. He needs time to develop. He's a six-seven tight end, two fifty, nice frame. Uh, he fell kind in the draft. Some people might have had him going earlier. Went to ODU, and I also got a second player that I liked. Andrew Voorhees, guard from USC, goes to the Baltimore Ravens at pick 229. He was a projected day two pick until he tore his ACL. And Baltimore liked him so much they moved back into the seventh round and traded their six from next year for him. So that shows how much Baltimore likes him. So uh, that's what I have for the seventh round. Seventh round, I had the Cowboys going out and taking Jalen Brooks, wide receiver, South Carolina. I, uh, for my pick, I went with Mr. Irrelevant, actually. The last pick in the draft, Juan Johnson. I think um, our last Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, really, really did well. So I'm just I'm just betting on the odds of Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant. You know, don't know if he's going to play for the Rams or not, but that's, that's, my, that's my pick. No way, his name's Dewan. It's D-E-S-J-U-A-N. So. Um, I, ha- I had two picks. 
Uh, I had Kenny McIntosh <laughs> from Georgia. All right, all this is unbelievable. Bro, the Seahawks have three running backs, but he ain't playing. Gotta give him a bust of love. But um, also, Max Duggan, TCU. And, um, I don't know. He's a player to sit behind Herbert. I mean, what if Herbert gets hurt? You got Max Duggan going right in there. Yeah, he played really well in that stadium. Yeah. I went with Braden Willis, uh, tight end from Oklahoma. Uh, he's a guy who can really... He's, he's really good at finding space in the defense, and uh, I saw him play uh, against FSU, and he kind of tore up our linebackers um, in coverage. So. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So uh, this is my favorite question. Which team had a quote-unquote good draft from a media standpoint, but you do not view it as good? Um, I went with the Colts and the Texans. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't like Anthony Richardson at all. I think I alluded that in my yeah, other mock yeah. drafts. Um, I think in the second round they traded – Back with they traded back with the Falcons, selected a corner from Kent State. Um, then they went Josh Downs in the third. I mean, it just it just doesn't make sense. I don't think Anthony Richardson's a franchise guy unless Sarkeesian could develop him. But I feel like Indianapolis just never goes well for quarterbacks. So I got the Colts. Um, I think the Houston Houston too. I mean, not terrible to get Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud. I think it was smart to pick C.J. Stroud first so teams don't trade up for him. But they just gave up way 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 too much capital and they're still in a rebuild. And you definitely need those picks. Um, so basically what they traded Deshaun Watson for was Kenyon Green, who's a bust, and Will Anderson. So um, I don't think the trade will work out, but I still think Will Anderson could definitely be a generational talent. But um, I just don't like Houston in Indianapolis's drafts. Um, I had the Packers. I was looking at a lot of draft grades, and I saw a lot of A's or top 10, top 15 draft classes. Um, I don't hate Lucas Van Ness, but it's, the big question for me is, in college, he had a big speed uh, right into a bull rush combo, and I don't know if that's going to work against you know sharper, bigger NFL tackles. But then they went in the second round, Luke Musgrave, tight end out of Oregon State. I thought there were much better tight ends available. Um, and then third round, they got Jane Reed, once again, a wide receiver at Michigan State. They took him over the two Tennessee wide receivers who I liked a lot better. And then the third round, they went back and took another tight end. So they went tight end, receiver, tight end there. And I don't know, I just I didn't really love what they did there. Um I think there are better players available. I uh, I went with the Titans just for the sole reason that people think Will Levis was a good pick because I absolutely disagree. I think oh, Will Levis was a terrible pick. Not only, yes, Tannehill is on his last year of the contract, second, second round, but they already got Malik Willis. I mean, yeah, he was a second-round pick, but I... Dude puts mayonnaise in his coffee. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't trust that. Will Lewis is that. guilty until proven innocent. The, the only thing I don't innocent, innocent until, proven, until proven, guilty. proven guilty. No, he's guilty no, until he's proven innocent. The, the media's put him down. Uh, that That's what sense. I mean. All right. And also, the one thing I don't like about that is I like if you're gonna pick a quarterback, pick him in the first round because you get the fifth year option, and that saves you probably about twenty to thirty million in today's NFL. So that's the one thing I don't like about the Titans draft. But I do think Skronsky is a very good player. I agree. Um, like Bach, I had the Colts. Uh, I'm an avid Anthony Richardson hater. I just, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't get what other, what other teams seen him, but also the Colts seen him. Yeah, he's really big, athletic. He's like Cam Newton, but he can't throw the ball. He's not accurate. Um, so I think, I think he's gonna end up being a big bust. And then the other players, uh, I think Josh Downs is all right, but uh, other than that, I mean, he's not too special. Other than that, I just think they had a pretty mid draft. But I was seeing a bunch of stuff that said they had like a top five draft. Yeah, um, I also had the Colts. I mean, to me, it just ended before it even started with the Anthony Richardson pick. I mean, as with Sam, I mean, he put up perfectly. He can't throw the ball. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's tough when you play quarterback. 
Alright, now what we're going to do is we're going to go through the whole first round, and then we're going to give Fantasy Impact after. Um, so if you want to, you can chime in. If you don't want to chime in, don't chime in. First overall pick, Carolina Panthers, like Bryce Young. No brainer. I think he uh, being a better player off, or being a really good guy off the field helped them a lot more with making that pick. Um, so it makes sense to me. I do still think they gave a lot up for Bryce Young. I don't think this Panthers team really got much better besides the quarterback position and maybe the safety position. Um, I don't think this team will win over probably six games this year. Um, they don't even they didn't even say a timeline of when Bryce Young's going to start. So if Andy Dalton starts, I don't see this team going absolutely anywhere. Uh, you trade five, basically five picks. I count DJ Moore as a pick for this guy. You're not even starting week one. So um, I don't like that there. Anybody else want to say anything? With the division they're in, though, the NFC South, I mean, six wins very well could win it. So, <laughs> That's true. I mean, who knows? Nah, you, who knows? Mean, you mean 12. Poverty of the NFL. Yeah, the birds win 11. Come on now. Right, anybody else want to say anything? No. Second overall pick, Houston Texans select C.J. Stroud of Ohio State. They kind of smokescreen this pick for a while. Um, I think it's probably the right move. I don't think when you're going to be back here, back up at the top uh, five picks, and especially if trading your first-round pick next year, you're not going to be at the top five ever again. So um, anybody want to comment anything on that? I actually I, like Stroud over Bryce Young. So I think his frame's better. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I saw think, some, pe- some Texans fans saying they didn't want Stroud, and I'm like, you can't ride with Davis Mills. I'm sorry. It's uh, a rough year. If you me do that. personally, I watching Stroud play in that uh, Chick Fil A, the the Peach Bowl, <laughs> bro. Like <laughs> that. No, that's valid, bro. That's valid. Like, let me speak. Let me speak. The, he just the ball every time was just like on the money. Like the play where Marv got absolutely blown up. He like scrambled, like did like two spin moves and just like flicked it with his wrist, and it was like right there in his hands. I just. He just he made plays and um, I, I think he's a generation talent. And he but, run a little bit. But, but yeah, buddy Marv. Uh, I don't think everything's right with him up there with uh, his, his test taking abilities. I think okay. one one thing which the media puts down on him is a lot is he had good talent around him. But I feel like if you have good talent around it, you got to make the most out of it. I think C.J. Stroud definitely made the most out of his talent around him. So second pick still makes sense. Third overall pick, Houston Texans select Will Anderson. Obviously, I don't like how they gave up a lot for Anderson. But he was probably the second or third best player in the draft. So, anybody else want to comment? Right Fourth there. overall pick, uh, Indianapolis Colts select Anthony Richardson. Uh, he's a bust. They're going to look back at this and wish they picked Will Levis. We've already set our picks. Yeah, next yeah. yeah. I, I was about to say. If you're going quarterback, I'd go Will Levis. I know people don't like him, but no, dude, yeah, I'm sorry. He's better than Richardson. Anthony Richardson, just because he jumps high, doesn't mean he's going to be a good quarterback. Okay, I'm sorry, but... Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's you bad. Know, I, think, I, I hate Will Levis as much as the next guy, but he was the better pick here. Anthony Richardson is way worse. Yeah. yeah. I saw a TikTok, and it was like all of Anthony Richardson's interceptions last season, and it was just so – Just like right, bad right, throw. Right to the linebacker. Bad throw. He's, like, he's like staring at the defensive back, and he just like threw it right to him. It's pick probably six. a pretty long video. Is there like a part two? Fifth overall pick, Seattle Seahawks, like Devon Weatherspoon. This is kind of where the draft really kind of started going crazy. Um, I think he's a really good player. I think they're building a really nice secondary in, in there. I think a lot of people thought they were going to go Jalen Carter, but I don't think Witherspoon's a bad pick. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a great physical corner to match up with Woolen. Yeah, I don't know if y'all saw the draft, but the, the very first highlight of him just absolutely oh my blowing up that screen. I, I don't know. You pair him with Tariq Woolen. They still got Jamal Adams. Maybe little little Legion of Boom Part Two there. You yeah. know, in the in the works. But it'll just be interesting to see how he how he faces up against like a real offense since he's been playing in the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The wind is crazy up there. <laughs> 
seventh overall or sixth overall pick, Cardinals select Paris Johnson Jr. I Fantastic mean, pick. Never thought uh, a player would be so excited to go to the Cardinals this year. <laughs> so um, that is probably my favorite pick of the draft. Like I said earlier, anybody want to comment? Mm-hmm. Seventh overall pick, Las Vegas Raiders select Tyree Wilson. Uh, it just looked like they went best available here. Uh, nothing in common. I wish he kind of fell to the Falcons, but they probably were going to select Bijan anyway. So I think Jalen Carter was probably a better fit for them, especially with the criminal record they have in Vegas. So um, uh, I think Henry Lugg's I lifestyle. St- I still think Tyree Wilson makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I just like to touch. I know Pruitt said this was the pick that made no sense to him earlier. I actually had this as my pick that was the obvious choice. Um, yeah. When I look at Tyree, I, okay, obviously Jalen Carter is was still available. But when I look at Tyree Wilson, if you compare that guy him with the guy like Max Crosby, He's that's jacked. something you can build about build around. I also think he has the potential to be the best player in this draft. And I know just based on what I've seen, I I think he's got a really high ceiling. So I really like that. I just didn't like it with the four three defense they run. Could have gone to tackle, and you had basically the best overall player in the draft available. So and you know. still got Jones and uh, Jones, Jones and Crosby exactly. on their contract for two more years. So. Exactly. Uh, eighth overall pick, Atlanta Falcons select Bijan Robinson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's Gotta my be thing. Either you love it or you hate it, right? The pros, I did a whole thing. The pros, <laughs> it's a run-heavy offense. He fits the scheme. Uh, you can argue he's the best player in the draft without the positional value. Great guy in personality. Compared to Saquon, he so scared nice. the division because so the nice. Bucks and the Saints both went defensive tackle. Great That's how guy. scared they are. And the media is all over it, right? And I think he's the most likely to not bust unless he gets hurt. Or so, he gets arrested. He's such a nice guy. He yeah, and he's wearing number him. seven. And he's can, I, can I ask you about his off-the-field issues? No, he does not. Okay. <laughs> Cons, obviously positional value. Jalen Carter was on the board. You're kind of locked in him for four more years because all the first-round contracts are guaranteed. Um, no team paying running back over $5 million has won a Super Bowl since 2014. That was the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, if you were trying to win a Super Bowl, I question this pick. And then Algier and Patterson are still good, but Patterson's can I, can I role. Ask what they are trying to do then? <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to. They're trying, trying to, to win. They're trying to finish like trying to win the seven to nine. Yeah. Seven and nine. <laughs> Algier and Patterson are still good, but Patterson's role has faded for the, every past two seasons. He gets tired at the end of the year, and he got hurt last year. I will say, I'm not a Falcons fan, but I love this pick for the Falcons. I love it. There we go. I'm like I said earlier, I'm not as I don't care as much about positional value as other guys. I obviously pick a uh, very high in the draft to take a running back. Yes. But when you look at Bijan <laughs> Robinson, people saying, Oh, they had Algier, he's a good rookie. I'm sorry, that's that's due to the offensive line. The difference between Algier and Bijan Robinson is huge. And I think, I mean, obviously this team just wants to run the ball. So I, I like to pick him. Hey, and after after I let Wick go, I'm saying this guy is going to be a top 10 fancy pick next year. And we'll get to that later. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's, that, I don't know. Maybe. Bit's got it. All right. Uh, I, I, like Casey, I love this pick. Um, shocker, you know, Jalen Carter didn't go to the Falcons. But um, I think I think Bijan is, he's obviously generational talent. He's the he's the best running back prospect we've seen in, in, a, in a couple of years. And I think he's got a chance to be like, like a Saquon or a CMC. So... Hopefully he pans out well for the Falcons, and especially if it's a pretty solid offensive line that's got blocking for him. William Pearl, to your opinion. Looking at this from a fantasy standpoint, I think this one is very 50-50 because, you know, Bijan, great receiving back as well. So if we dump the ball off to him in the flats, I feel like it could get you a lot of points. But then again, 
We got Desmond Ritter throwing the ball, so could be, could be a challenge. Or Kyler Murray. So <laughs> that's not going to happen. Hey. And then goal line touches, I think, co- with Algier compared to Bijan Robinson, I think that'll be a battle, but I think Algier will probably get more touches towards the goal line where he could get touchdowns, which could affect Robinson's um, fantasy production. But, you know, I mean, it's an all right It's it's an all right pick. I just really wish the Falcons would have taken Jalen Carter. Anybody else want to comment? I also think yeah. Bijan's a more fun pick. You know, I think he might he might attract. <laughs> oh, we're here to do that fun. <laughs> well, I'm just saying he's gonna attract more fans to the hey. hey there you go. What do Falcons do? Like, like when, when Bijan hey. when Bijan breaks off for like a 70 yard touchdown, everyone's gonna be going crazy. You hey, know? let's yeah. do something. Jalen Carter. He's like he likes when Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's stuff. getting a DUI. Fans are gonna <laughs> go crazy. Or lifting someone up with one arm. Yeah. I mean, ah, uh, here we go. Yeah, he's right. a hometown kid. By Rush. Rush is leaving to ninth overall pick. Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Carter after trading uh, up from the pick. I don't think we need pick. to talk about this. I mean, anybody want to talk? No. I mean, it's just like, it's just, it, it, I mean, yeah. best, like, this is like the most obvious pick of the draft. Yeah. Like, the Eagles. And they, they can afford even. to take chances, so. This wasn't a chance. This, I mean, this yeah. was the right pick. I'll yeah. save that for later. Tenth overall pick, Chicago Bears select Darnell Wright. He's a right tackle, which I don't like. I think they probably would have gone Paris Johnson. A lot of people have them going Peter Skaronsky. Um, but, I mean, going no line, no problem with that. Obviously, they had a choice of their guy, and they chose Arnold Wright, so I'm, I'm not against it. Yeah, yeah I actually re- re- really thought – I really wanted this guy to go to the Jets. I like him a lot. Um, I don't know about over Skaronsky, but he'll be a good play. Yeah, I think it was a pretty good pick. Um, he's going to help protect fields. 11th overall pick, Tennessee Titans like Peter Skaronsky. I think they did a really good job with their first two picks. Um, I think Levis is going to be a pretty solid quarterback, especially backing up Tannehill this year, unless they cut him. But um, I think Scrantzi makes sense. You lost Taylor Lewan, uh, so bringing in a tackle makes sense. Um, I'm not against it. It's not a flashy pick, so no one's going to really talk about it. But I think it's probably one of the better picks in the first round. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to say anything? Uh, I just I thought it was a really good pick. Not- I think he was one of the best. On his tackles, and he's also um, you can you feel like he can kind of play anywhere in the line. Not the, so. not the fun pick, but the right pick. Yeah. 12th overall, the Detroit Lions go with the fun pick and select Jameer Gibbs. Um, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think it was a, I think it was a big reach. Uh, I think it's Detroit. kind of a reach. Uh, maybe he could be a good guy, good player, uh, but it, just to make sense, they're really excited about it, but I think Detroit was building something really well. I still think they're going to be a good team this year, but I don't like that much at 12. Yeah. Uh, I think they obviously had in their mind ahead of time that they were getting rid of uh, Swift. Yeah. So, I mean, got to do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, he'll be he'll be I mean he'll be a really good back so yeah anybody else want to say anything thirteenth mm-hmm. overall pick Green Bay Packers select Luke Van Ness not against it not for it um, I think Luke Van Ness's dad was more excited than Luke was but um, going defensive end I'm fine Get with that, that double so. tap <laughs> anybody want to say anything um, you know classic Green Bay fashion not not helping out their new quarterback yeah. but um, I I didn't really like this pick but I mean he's a pretty solid player. T line is pretty early. spent the past three pick two picks on three picks on defensive line Quite first walking. round so pretty you say anything uh, no I'm saying 14th overall pick 14th Bill Belichick uh, gives up less to trade with the Steelers and the Steelers select Roderick Jones offensive tackle from Georgia great pick I think you got to protect Kenny Pickett if you really believe he's a good quarterback Kenny so um, classic A grade. 
Classic Patriots, even when they suck, they still find a way to screw the Jets. So. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was uh, great. Put the Jets in a bind. I think they were 100% going uh, Broderick, and that's why the Steelers. I mean, it was a great pick for the Steelers. But. Yeah, I think it was a great move by the Steelers. Great pick. It's going to really help with that <laughs> line, especially when he's got big Darnell right next to him. Hopefully uh, he can help out Najee, too, considering how bad of a year yeah. that man had last year. That is true. First to worst. 15th overall, New York Jets select Will McDonald, the fourth. Casey, you can go ahead and comment on that. Yeah, a lot of people said this was a reach. Um, I know, there wasn't. It was. It was a weird situation for the Jets once all the tackles were gone. I kind of wanted this to go JSN because I mean I could not tell it's you last time. They, could not tell you last time the Jets had like a high powered offense. So I really wanted that. But Mark's the more choice. I look at Will McDonald, I really start to like him. He was just totally used wrong in college. They were putting him inside when he is a speed rusher off the edge. You pair him. Hopefully, uh, Jermaine Johnson continues to improve with Quinnen on the inside. I think you're building a really good D-line. So, actually, the more I look at it, I actually start to actually really love the pick. Uh, But initially, I was a little confused. 16th overall, Washington Commanders do not select Christian Gonzalez and go Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. Forbes. (laughs) Try Forbes. (laughs) Forbes. And I would have gone Gonzalez. I think no one wants to play for Washington, so I I think he was probably crying because he hates Washington. Um... Uh, not for it. Wrong pick. Yeah, this is definitely wrong pick. I don't think Forbes is bad, but no. over Christian Gonzalez is wild. Yeah. It's a little wild. Mm-hmm. 17th overall pick, New England Patriots select Christian Gonzalez. Bill Belichick has been especially well with the man-to-man corners. As you see, Jason, once J.C. Jackson left to go to L.A., he very much struggled. So I think having a first-round pick corner in New England is going to make him an elite corner and probably a top-five corner in the league to come. So I, I think this is an excellent pick, especially for the value they got. And they traded back and got an extra pick. I think it's a great pick. But, I mean, after this, I feel like the Patriots kind of threw it all away in the following rounds. I don't think they had that great of a draft. Yeah. yeah. I think, that. I mean, it, especially you get this guy at 17. When you look at the AFC East, you know, you got some high-powered offenses. Now, a good pick, though. Now that Aaron Rodgers is joining, uh, you know, you're still going against Josh Allen twice a year. You got two at a Tyreek. So I think corner was, I mean, it's always a need, but especially yeah. especially in that division. 18th overall, Detroit Lions select Jack Campbell. Positional value is not there, but he was a lot of people's linebacker one. So, not pure linebacker one. So, I'm not going to argue against it, but I'm also not going to argue for it. Um, probably will be a day one starter, but not really what I like. You want to comment? I trust Dan Campbell. I think he's a great coach, and he's got a great defense going, and uh, he'll, find a, he'll find a way for him to fit in. Don't like it. But don't hate it. I don't really know anything about him. So uh, I mean, he played for Iowa. I mean, I always known for the good defense. So he's probably yeah, well coached. So you don't hate it. I think it's just a little reach. But nineteenth overall, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Kalijah Cansey, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. Uh, NFC South scared. They're scared of this run game that the Falcons are building, so they went defensive tackle. A little undersized, but they also said that about Aaron Donald. I don't think it'll be Aaron Donald. But he does have a very nice partner in Vita Vea to play alongside with him. So, not against it, not for it. I will say, I do think this guy's a stud, D-tackle, just from what I've seen. Um, so, I, I mean, I like the pick. Bucks need a lot. <laughs> in yeah. 20th overall pick, Seattle Seahawks like JSN. I think they just went best available here. I think also this is a commitment to Geno Smith to bolster their wide receiver room to help him out. I said in the last mock draft, I don't believe Seattle was going to go uh, quarterback and they did not, which is a very good move. So I like how they believe in Geno, and I think bringing in JSN is an excellent move. Yeah, I think they knew they were going receiver here. I mean, they either could have gone JSN, 
Flowers or Jordan Addison, and I think that, I mean, you really can't go wrong with either one of these two guys. But uh, JSN was definitely the best pick, and to match him with uh, the big and physical DK Metcalf, I think that'll be it'll be a great, great duo. Yeah, I think this is a great pick. JSN, super explosive, great route running, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really good. 20th overall, Los Angeles Chargers, like Quinnen Johnson. Again, like we kind of alluded to earlier, he's basically just Mike Williams 2.0. I don't really think they needed that. Um, 18.9 average yards per catch in college, which is awesome, but this is the NFL. And uh, the cornerbacks aren't too good in Vegas or Kansas City, but in L.A., they're – wait. Oh, Denver, they're pretty good, excuse me, but um, don't like it that much. I just feel sorry for him because, you know, when you're in the AFC – He's, you know he's probably gonna gonna get lost in the sauce a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I I really didn't like this pick, especially because uh, he doesn't really play well in that stadium. So, um, yeah, didn't like it. Twenty second overall, Baltimore Ravens select another bust wide receiver and Zay Flowers. You said bust wide receiver. What? Really? Flowers is my what? No, it's just because he went to Baltimore. Every wide receiver that goes to Baltimore bust. I do oh. think Zay Flowers is my wide receiver too. So I like it, but again, I think it's gonna be tough. But they do have Odell. And they do have Mark Andrews. Uh, they're also going to be in salary cap hell, but not opposed to it. I really like this pick. I think Flowers is a great route runner. He's going to really finally give Lamar some help to, to sling it. Hopefully Lamar can yeah. actually sling it. <laughs> I mean, this was my favorite pick from round one. So finally getting Lamar some help with Flowers and then Odell as well. So hopefully they can make a run. 23rd overall, Minnesota Vikings like Jordan Addison. Um, he's fast, compare him with Justin Jefferson, so that definitely helps him out a lot. A little bit undersized, but um, his speed will make up for it. So, again, not opposed to it. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a great pick. Although, you know, positional need, I feel like the Vikings probably could have gone defense. But, I mean, Jordan Addison, really explosive player, and uh, hopefully can take some of the pressure off Jay Jettas. And if they do, or if they don't, then he'll be open. Well. I, I I know you said positional need. I also think wide receiver is a huge positional need after you lose Adam Thielen. Yeah, but I mean, he's still JJ. the best wide receiver in the league. True, so. yeah, true. I do, I do think that they just went best overall, though. Um, I like I like the pick. I think he's going to be great with uh, Jefferson, obviously, being the best receiver in the league. But definitely, I mean, looking at it, maybe could have gone with, like, Miles Murphy or someone like that. But I, I don't hate the pick. 24th overall, New York Giants select uh, Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. Uh, I think a lot of people thought they were going to go cor- cornerback or receiver. A lot of corners were – well, actually, Joey Porter was still there, but uh, obviously they didn't want him because him he passed on him. So, yeah, not opposed to it. I think this is a really good pick. I think Deontay Banks is a good, speedy corner uh, with good coverage. So I think he's really going to help out that abysmal Giants secondary. Bills select trade up for Dalton Kincaid. Obviously, they gave Dawson Knox a little bit too much money than what I've liked. Uh, kind of inflated the market a little bit for tight ends. But some people view him as Travis Kelsey 2.0. I don't think it will be Travis Kelsey. But um, definitely really? with Josh Allen as his quarterback, uh, that Josh could definitely help him out and make him a very solid weapon. <laughs> Do I think he's a fantasy player? Maybe not the first six weeks, but maybe when he starts to get a role later in the year, he could be a fantasy player that we talk about in our fantasy weekly episodes. Yeah, like I said, this was actually the pick I loved from this uh, this round. You get a guy like him later in the draft. I think the Bills, I'm not a big Dawson Knox fan personally, and I think Dalton Kincaid is the, the best receiving tight end in the draft. I know Michael Mayer, some people think he's better, but this guy watching his tape is, I think he's a freak tight end. And if they do the right things with him to develop him, um, 
I think he's a top tight end in the league, which is huge to have. So, I mean, considering the tight end depth in our league doesn't really say much, but I do like the pick a lot, and I think uh, he is pro- he's definitely the best receiving tight end coming out of this draft. And I mean, with Josh Allen as, as his quarterback, he he's going to make Kincaid look really good. 26 overall, Dallas Cowboys select Mazzie Smith, defensive tackle for Michigan. It was between him or Matthew Bergeson, who ended up going to the Falcons at, I believe, 38. So, um, obviously, Bergeson was valued as a first-round pick. He's probably the best runback blocker in the draft. That's what a lot of teams viewed him as. Um, I think Dallas went kind of what they needed as a team. I think defensive tackle was a need. Um, I don't think Brian Breeze, Brian Breeze, whatever his name is, was any better. So. So, my opposed to it. 27th overall, Jacksonville Jaguars go Anton Harrison, offensive tackle from Oklahoma. I uh, forget the tackle who got suspended, but definitely a need uh, there for Oklahoma, or not Oklahoma, excuse me, Jacksonville. So, I don't think you ever go wrong going tackle yeah. late in the round. So. Especially for him to play right. And they lost Jawan Taylor. Yeah. 28, Bengals go Miles Murphy, probably my favorite pick in the draft. Really solid player. Paired alongside Trey Hendrickson and... Trey Hendrickson's a beast. I think DJ Reader, or Redder, mm-hmm. yeah. so not a bad pick. Saints uh, get really scared and pick a defensive tackle after we <laughs> stole theirs, so uh, they're scared. Eagles go Nolan Smith. Um, yes, what? Uh, I thought this was the best pick in the draft. Um, happy he sounds. Hi, bro. Um, his combine was unreal, and he's very quick off the edge. I think he's just even another piece to really help that Eagles defense. Yeah, I was... I, th- I was wondering why. I guess just injury concerns, why he fell. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. A little undersized. Yeah. No. 31st overall, Kansas City Chiefs go go defensive end from Kansas State. Build a pass rush. Yeah. yeah. Fair right. enough. Those, Lost those, Frank Clark, so. That was pretty much all they did in that. I mean, all right. their division kind of sucks anyways, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Now we're going to go to Fantasy Impact. Some guys who are going to probably be some names in your fantasy drafts. Uh, obviously, the biggest one we got to talk about, Atlanta Falcons select B. John Robinson. I think he's an elite fantasy player from the get-go. He's in an absolute scheme. I think he's a top 10 pick in this year's draft. I would pick him over Derrick Henry, and I would also pick him over Saquon Barkley. This year, wow! Love to argue that, against it, but I would wow. take Bijan over Derrick Henry. Yeah, that is, that is, wow! I. Guys, guys, can I say something? Yeah. Sorry, Buck. What did you say? He said he said he's taking Bijan over Derrick Henry in passing. I, I would have to agree. Wow. There. I, think, I, I think I think I think Bijan's going to be so reliable, like a top five fantasy running back this season. I mean, I, y- y'all say this. Well, have, you, have you ever picked a rookie running back? Rookie running back fantasy. Brees Hall. And and a, how good was he? He was a stud. I will say, yes. And this is, and is it not going to Kenneth, Kenneth Walker? How Here's what I will say. And people, is he not in a people, more run heavy offense, but what, better offense? I will say, fantasy wise, really good online. Yeah. And did you see the man play in college? Yeah. And he played for Texas, and Texas sucks. I will say, fantasy wise, anyone saying, well, they're still going to involve Tyler Algier or in the goal line or whatever, you don't pick a running back eighth overall to not. To not have him play, yeah, eighty percent of the snaps. Hell, if he breaks a thirty or forty or fifty yard run, Algier ain't getting that touchdown. So I think Bijan's a good pick. Let's hear, let's hear you why you would not pick right. him. I just think I, over Derrick Henry and Saquon th- th- is kind of, kind of over Saquon. Over Saquon. I see. But Derrick Henry, I think it's the other way around. Really, I think, I think Derrick, Derrick Henry's, Henry's just Mister Reliable, dude. 
I, I don't know. He puts up 15. I, I think I, both of them. Have you don't. ever had Saquon as a fantasy running back? Yeah. I swear he's the most frustrating guy to have. Sure, he does well, but unless he gets like 25 carries a game, I swear he does not yeah. do well. I don't know. I'm, tell you, I'm taking Brees Hall. Oh, also, when, but they, the Giants have dropped a really good center, so I think that'll help their running game this season. I'll tell you what. I'm taking Brees Hall over Saquon. The only running backs I'm taking over over Bijan is Eckler, CMC, who else is there to take? <laughs> He's taking him third. Who else would you take? I don't know. It's, um, I, I, I haven't even... I, mean, I, I can't even... Like, it'll think. be interesting to see... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how guys like Javante Williams, like where they'll go, where he'll go. He's um, in a, I did a... Bruno and I did mock drafts. He was really low. Really? I think Ooh. he's still kind of banged up, Javante yeah. Williams. Or guys oh, like yeah. Najee Harris... I don't know where he'll go this year, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I will say, gonna be really I interesting. think the depth at running back is 100% there this year, though. I for, really believe for I, this running back position. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I sure. think this year's a lot of – it's going to be a lot of guys that you're going to take early that are going to be hit or miss. And That's kind of how fantasy always is. That, yeah. That's true, but even more so with the running backs this year. I honestly think we're starting to get into a transition year where guys are starting to fade out and new guys are starting to come in. Could just be my opinion. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, the only running backs I'm taking over uh, Bijan is CMC and Eckler. No one else I really like. Wow. All right. That's interesting. What about Chuck? Uh, Chuck. But you know who I'm taking first? Travis Kelsey. Second guy we can <laughs> talk about, Jameer Gibbs. I feel like if you um, pick this guy so early, you kind of got to go him in the third or fourth. And, again, he's a rookie. So Alabama running backs really haven't gone wrong. So I'm picking probably in the third or fourth round. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think I want to avoid this guy. Yeah. Because I mean, they didn't they get David Montgomery. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, they, that's, they their, that's their and uh, isn't Jamal Williams Jamal Williams? No, the same but, thing but about then again, but then again, to your though. point, they wouldn't have picked him so early if they're yes. Not but use when him. I see you sign David Montgomery, that's your red zone guy. Like he's the he's a physical running back. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs. I, I, Jameer Gibbs is a receiving back, but. Gibbs, fantasy-wise, I like a lot better, though. I think, not compared to Bijan, I think Bijan is definitely the best out of the room. Better than Montgomery? Yeah. No, I'm just saying out of, I'm just saying out of the room. Uh, I, just, I would I take Jameer Gibbs over Montgomery. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah I think yeah. Gibbs also a weapon. Like, he's going to catch a lot of passes. Yeah. And I feel like they're getting the line. I know, but but I feel like they use Swift so incorrectly, though. That's the thing. That's well, scary. maybe they use Gibbs correctly. Who knows? Yeah. yeah well, I, mean, I also think Swift isn't as good as people think. He's good, but I think he's a lot more explosive, <laughs> a lot more versatile, and yeah. not so he's basically better. Gibbs is better than Swift. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I mean, we don't we don't really know. <laughs> All until right, JSN. <laughs> JSN. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, he's just. Gonna I be think the he's third Tyler guy. Lockett two point. Yeah, I think fantasy wise, I don't think he's gonna be that great just because of the, the the amount of mouths the Seahawks have to feed, but I think like. Like, football-wise, I think he's going to be really good. I, don't know. I think I'm like, taking a guy like Addison over yeah. JSN, to be honest, which may, may sound wild. I take Zay Flowers over JSN. I trust, I trust Kirk to, yeah. to sling, sling it. it. Uh, Quentin Johnson, I think he's the same thing as JSN. Yeah, Addison, I, I could see him being better than the year. I think all these guys who are, like, late, late-round picks. Um, I think Zay Flowers, again, I think I think all these guys on the list. I, I think The one thing I do like, though, I do like Mingo and Bryce Young. I feel like this yeah. would almost be, like, the Joe Burrow. And T. Higgins kind of deal when they go quarterback first pick and then they go their next pick uh, wide receiver. So yeah. I, that's yeah. what I kind of like. When I look at Quentin Johnston, um, it'll be especially once he's more of like stepped up into maybe the two role, say one of the other guys leaves or gets hurt. Uh, I think he's just another just huge boomer bust receiver. Because you talk about how he has these big plays, big physical receiver. I think he's either a guy who's going to put up twenty plus or sub ten mm-hmm. weekly. So. 
I like I like, I like Zay Flowers a lot. I mean, Odell Odell and Zay Flowers is a two receivers. Odell hadn't played in the league for what it's, year it's, and a half. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. weird because we've never really seen a fantasy re- really good like Lamar have a really good receiver fantasy yeah. wise. So. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's hard to judge how like Odell or Zay Flowers. Is I mean, they still they still have Mark Andrews. Yeah, too, you so. saw what he's been doing with Mark Andrews. Unless, I mean, yeah, but the only time will tell. I just it kind of just depends on yeah how Lamar throws the ball. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Anything anybody wants to comment before uh, we head out? Yeah, one more guy who's actually not on this list: Nathaniel Dell for the Texans. Um, I think that him and Stroud. They've already kind of built a relationship before the entire draft. Yeah, I think he came out of It was Houston or Tulsa. I think he may have came out of Houston. Oh, no, that dude's tough. Unbelievable speed. Just great yeah. deep threat. And He's also nasty. in the slot. Yeah, so great, great receiver. Um, I mean, fantasy-wise, the Texans have Nico Collins, John Mechie, and Robert Woods as their receivers. So I forgot about Mechie. No names that really, yeah, no names that really yeah. jump out. But I think if Nathaniel Dell gets his shot, then I think he will do very good fantasy Mechie will be interesting. Yeah, he will. He was a stud in college. We were so. hyped about Jamison Williams. That's true. <laughs> nope. I hate J-Mo. Dude, he's going to be like Hopkins. Yeah, I bet on him too. Like, no one's going to know that, when to take him. That's another guy to be questionable about this year is hey. D-Hop. Come back for his first full year. That is true. I, know. I feel like that. I know Garrett Wilson better be top ten. I mean, top. top I don't even. I'm taking him so early. I think second Drake, round. Drake London top D, top D ten. Hop when he came, Drake D Hop when he came back last year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, I feel like that was one of the best trades in our league. Was I feel like one of the hardest hardest picks though is definitely Cooper Cup. I just think that is like, like, I think at the very end of the first round is, I'm taking him. Yeah, and then Stetson comes in and it's just it's white boy to white Dude. boy. It's it's, <laughs> it's just mayo on mayo at that point. Just keep spreading the mayo. Bro. Yeah, because he bro, he's throwing it to Lad and he just upgrades the oh, Cooper man. Cup. It's like Cooper it's, Cup is just it's, a, even, it's an even better it's like Lad evolved into it's an like NFL Ladd player. And, it's like yeah. if Lad and Brock Bowers had a child. Until yeah. Or no, it, had a had a father. Until it's, he's facing the Seahawks secondary and just gets picked off. It's Stetson's like dream. See, it doesn't matter who's secondary. Bro, Three Three Vegas' is secondary is being picked off. Nah. All right. Three he's he's going to prove all y'all wrong. Three Quillen can't go Cooper. Anybody want to comment on wow. uh, Michael Meyer, Dalton Kincaid, or Tommy Laporta before we go? All the tight ends selected. I think Michael Meyer is a good replacement from uh, yeah. Waller, but I don't think he's going to be that good fantasy wise as Waller it's, was. I think teams could honestly. Uh, I, I don't know. I think he'll be solid. I think Jimmy G. Jimmy G's solid. Yeah. Swing the Rock. I think Kincaid's kind of a more of a risky pick. Gentlemen, any last comments or questions before we get out of here? Daddy. Um, one thing, this was <laughs> this wasn't a part of it, but would you like to talk about Super Bowl favorites for Ooh, next year? Actually actually Casey we'll do yours next, but what uh, we should talk about Lamar Jackson extension and Jalen Hurts and Rogers. Uh Lamar Jackson, I like it. It's gonna be a lot of backload of money, but I think this a lot of money. If it's bro. like the Jalen Hurts contract, the Jalen Hurts contract has played so well with the void years. Go look at it on over the cap. Absolute phenomenal job from Howie Roseman. They're gonna be competing for the next three years because Jalen Hurts' cap hit is so low. Sure, they're gonna to have to eat a lot of damn money, but unless they give him an extension, I really like it. And by the time it gets to year four or five, they're gonna pay him forty million dollars, which is basically what other teams are paying for their quarterbacks right now. So I'm not against it. And the cap salary cap will go up by then. Um, we'll talk on Jalen Hurts. You go. I was just about Hurts. Right like right in like the first three or four years of his contract, they're gonna have to they're paying him a lot less money than they're gonna have to, but in the following years it's gonna be a lot more money and they're gonna get into a little uh, cap trouble if it doesn't raise. But I think it was a good signing and I think Lamar he uh, Lamar great great for him. Very deserving. Um 
finally got got the money and all the rumors are cleared. So yeah, all just, of that just to go back to the Ravens. I think I said in free agency preview, go listen to episodes. Get my listens up. <laughs> uh, I will say though, Rogers. I mean, we're paying him a lot, but if you, this is the the, fir- the best quarterback quarterback we've had since Joe Namath. So yeah, and oh. I he people forget he won two of the last three MVPs. Like, I'm sorry, but people saying he's washed. Come on. I like the Rogers. I like Rogers a lot because. Anything to be honest is better than Zach Wilson. I mean, dude, here's what I'll say. Zach, gets Zach gets a little gets taught by Rogers Stop. a little bit. Maybe right, bring just, him back just, in two just, years. Alright, wait, you go because I'm gonna say a lot. Uh, well, I just want to bring things out. Watch Johnson just post on his Snapchat story. <laughs> Our story will forever exist, just no longer continue. Love you guys. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, my thing is what makes the Jets' season a success? Because if you're giving up a second and a first. That's a lot for this guy. Um, I think he'll play over 65% of the snaps. Also, some teams are going to have to miss the playoffs in the AFC, obviously with no injuries. But here are the quarterbacks in the AFC and how good these teams are. Buffalo has Josh Allen. Miami has Tua. Tua. Jets have Rodgers. Bengals have Burrow. Lamar, uh, Ravens have Lamar. Uh, Cleveland has Deshaun Watson. Trevor Lawrence is in Jacksonville. Chargers. Mahomes... Justin Herbert, and including Russell Wilson because he's getting paid a ton. That's 10 teams. Three of those teams are going to have to miss the playoffs. Uh, it's going to be a really good fight. I think. Uh, I don't think you should count out Pittsburgh. I think the most underrated teams in each uh, conference are Pittsburgh and Atlanta. Um, honestly, I don't think there's any bias on the Falcons. I mean, they've I won th- seven games. I think the Falcons can, are can... going to win the division this year. I'm not, 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 not going to lie. It's not saying it's a lot. I, look at the Jets, I mean, that's, look, we're a four seed. And when I look at the Jets schedule, yeah. when I look at the Jets schedule, the Falcons scare me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I don't, if, if they can just, I don't know if our linebackers are going to be able to Bijangle. stop that run game. So my thing with the Falcons, don't worry about Pitts though. Falcons, Saints, Panthers, and Bucks is where did these don't teams upgrade? Like none of those teams upgraded. Falcons got a lot of additions. I don't think there's any bias. I think Derek Carr struggles. I think Bryce Young is going to be a really good player, but I don't think that this year is their year. And I just don't think Tampa Bay is going to be good. So um, after this, we'll talk about Super Bowl favorites. On top of the Falcons, a pretty solid draft class. They also had, I think, one of the best free agency signings of the whole league. I think they got a lot of good players. So I think the Falcons are a team to look out for this year. Non-biased. Uh, I think they got a shot. They just have to go up to New York. This uh, this fall, yeah, I'm gonna make my way too early Super Bowl pick. I don't think the Super Bowl hangover hits Philly. Uh, I think San Francisco will be really well with all the quarterbacks they have. Um, I think the Chiefs don't win it. I mean, I, it just makes sense. What do you think the Niners do with Lance moving forward? I think they trade Lance and they keep Purdy. Yeah, that's that what I think sense. they do. Um, Brock. I'm gonna go Niners. I think they got a lot of fire. I think it's their time. Um, I think if they go, if they're the one seed, their division's a little bit easier. Um, I think the one seed helped tremendously getting the home field advantage again. Debo Smith kind of saying they only played with ten guys. I think the AFC is gonna be a dog fight. I wouldn't count out Joe Burr, but um, I think my 49ers are my way too early Super Bowl pick. I got the Jets. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any bias there. I I don't think so. I I mean, dude, this is the first year we've had like. It is slim, but this is the first year we've had a shot at the Super Bowl since, like, 2010. So, 
um, you know, any hope that's there in the preseason before I lose it in the actual season, I'm taking it. So. <laughs> I've never seen a quarterback so excited to be at the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But he's just a celebrity. He's not even a football player now. <laughs> hey, he's, he's great. Um, I, I have the Eagles, I think, based off, I mean, what they did last year and then plus the talent that they're adding this year. I think that's all the recipe for success. I think Hurts is, is really good, and I think they've got a great chance. So I'm taking the Eagles. Earlier on the episode, I think that the Eagles were the Super Bowl favorites, but uh, after doing some uh, deep research, I got the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl. No, what? The Josh, script is in. Demar no. Hamlin is coming back. Bro, the script he's paid like one million dollars. The script is in. He will play. He will make some game-saving tackle. Win the Super Bowl. Bro, Bills win. The Bills can't win the big game. Hey, well, I'm gonna say least favorite move of the offseason. Jets bringing back Corey Davis. He is not worth $10.5 million. May have been the worst well, fantasy well, uh, player. No, I mean, we didn't bring him back. We just haven't cut him. Bringing him back. Like, like, kind of limit. Like, keep, like, not like keeping him, him on the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the worst move of the I, Okay, I agree that we're paying him way too much, but at the same time, you're. I mean, a, a wide receiver throughout the year is guaranteed to get hurt. Like, it's just going to happen. I mean, those guys are probably the most fragile on the field, so... I don't know. I, I he's still our third guy, if you look at it. Unless you count, unless you say Mikolz Hardman's our third. Yeah, well, I was just about to say. But that. I mean, I you, think... you got Lazard and Garrett, and you split. You know, you have Mikolz in the slot. Or... Hey, don't count out Randall Cobb, bro. Kind of a rotation going. I I think you keep guys fresh. I don't think it's the worst. So I mean, I I, I get what you're saying. We need to get free up some cap somehow. <laughs> yeah, I think I, think I would Hard... rather cut Carl Lawson. Is what I would rather do. I think Hardman was a great pickup there. Um... Mahomes found a way, the Chiefs found a way to use him really well, so yeah. I think he'd be Jet, helpful. Jets are going to start doing that jet sweep, if you know what I mean. Here's my hot take before anybody says one last thing. Um, I don't think the Eagles even make the NFC Championship game. It's kind of crazy. That's their expectations. I think the Cowboys make the NFC Championship. Oh, my wow. God. From the, the boys. Cowboys. Yeah. Right. Them, them boys. That's like, the boys. That's like, like them from boys. outside the stadium, I'm bro. saving this for later, bro. We're going to come back, and it's going to be 49ers <laughs> and Cowboys versus the wow. Bengals 49ers. and the Bills. And it's going Bengals to be Bills and 49ers. I'm sorry. I can't keep putting... I put the, the 49ers Bills, are winning in New Orleans. I've put the Bills in the in the Super Bowl the last, like, three years, and I can't do it this year, bro. They just... They just can't. They can't come Wait, through. You just picked them to win. Oh, it's pretty. They can't good. come. They can't come through in the big in the big moment. So I, Bach, I actually have a question for you. This is about moves over the off season. I want to talk about a move that didn't happen for the Atlanta Falcons at the quarterback position. I Kyler don't. Murray. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Antonio. Okay. I don't know. Here's my thing. I, I just don't. Desmond Ritter. Like, yeah, we got the weapons. All you got to do is hand the ball off for Bijan, obviously. But like. We have Drake London. We have Kyle Pitts. Those are two. And tall, we got Desmond Ritter. He's about to sling the rock this year. I should have taken steps. I don't <laughs> trust yeah. Ritter. Here's my thing: is I would rather have Lamar. I also don't trust the Riddler either. Um, my thing <laughs> is Bryce Young's gonna be a good quarterback in two to three years. So this year's our year to win the division. Um, I think Tannehill wouldn't have been the greatest move. <laughs> Obviously, the cap restrictions were definitely against us. Kyler Murray, though, it's I would really love to have him here. Off. Love to have him here. Um, that little midget and Bijan can run all over teams. Um, is he worth a first maybe next year? But um, if they can get the money right, I think that's where the problem went. I think the trade definitely would have gone down. Also, I don't think there's any reason for trading a guy, a first-round pick for a guy who's coming off a torn ACL. I do think Kyler Murray's a 10, top 10 to 15 quarterback 
when healthy. I think in an Arthur Smith offense, he can thrive. Um, my hot take is Taylor Heineke starts probably four games into the year. I think Heineke is a winner. I also think Desmond Ritter's a winner. But um, I like. I think I like Heineke a little bit more than Ritter as of right now because I think he can win us games. Uh, do I think these guys are going to take him over the top? Probably not. But my thing is if you can slide into the fourth, fourth seed in the NFC, uh, you could potentially do some damage. But the problem is you're going to have to either play probably Dallas or Philly who's going to be the five seed which are definitely tough teams. And that's why the Cowboys picked a defensive tackle, because they're scared of the Falcons. Uh, I think the Falcons uh, go pick up Matty Ice off the uh, free agency. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring, Bring him back, back Julio. Or maybe 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 go snag Tom. You know, he's always available. Oh, and for all of the general managers and NFL players listening to this podcast, <laughs> Terry Fontenot better bring in Jadavion Clowney, Nguake, or Frank Clark. And if he does that, we're actually going to win the division. Well, it's so, not it's not a hard thing. I think I think that, that uh, you know if everything's wrong, tank for Caleb, and then we just we win the Super Bowl next year. No, no, or just trade three first round picks. Y'all are guaranteed to win seven. Wins, we won't seven tank. Games. We'll be good enough to get some terrible pick in the draft. <laughs> hey, I'd rather have a terrible pick than a good pick. So I'm tired of picking and just losing everything. I don't know. Draft day is best day, baby. Hey, <laughs> best day of the year. Yeah, bro, you tell best me, wouldn't be happy year. to have the first round, first overall pick and take. And Caleb Williams. Oh, I'd be ecstatic. Our offense would be so nice. Exactly, bro. Imagine Caleb and Bijan. Yeah, next year you could get a guy like Zach. And... Oh, <laughs> hell no. All right, gentlemen, any last words? Stetson for Super Bowl MVP. Oh, God. I'm Bach alongside here with Casey Comerford, William Pruitt, Whit Ramsey, and uh, the person who left 20 minutes ago, Rush Williams. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time.